Did you see the video I sent to Jenna? You sent it to me too, yeah. The, oh, the dog you? you Oh, no, yeah. I sent it to the group chat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so for the listener, uh, I went to work today feeling very sad because it's Monday. Mondays are very hard for postal workers. Morale is low. I hate Mondays. And, um, I walked around the corner to get to the back door, and I was greeted by two pugs. Like yes, a those brown were one and a, and a black one. Yeah, they were just, they were noticeably puggish. Yeah. These weren't the mixed face breeds. These weren't, you know, disgusting, disgusting half-breed dogs. Yeah, and they and they were, when I walked around the corner, they turned around and just looked so happy to see me. And I just, I did not deserve that type of light in my life. Like, I felt very unworthy of that type of, uh, of love. For yeah, those, but why did you guys seconds. trap them? You put them in like a mail crate. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> fuck, I just choked on my spit <clears throat> so what happened was uh the people that were looking for them or whatever uh one of the male people posted on facebook they were like hey these dogs are here and so and someone replied they're like oh my god those are my dogs i'm coming to go get them and so we can't get we can't let them in the post office because there's too much moving shit Right. Like, God forbid the dogs go into the post office and like they fall in the mail sorter and they're never seen again. They run under. Yeah, they run underneath the big the big machine that picks up the things that carry packages, which is what we trapped them in. Uh, So there are these things called wires. It's basically a big cage and they just picked them up and set them down into the cage. And like they put a, a flattened box down so they could walk and lay down and stuff. And they were so sad. It made me feel like shit in the photo. Yeah. Well, I went to go check on them. I kept, I couldn't stop thinking about them. I left like maybe 40 minutes late, later than I should have, because I kept walking back there and playing with the dogs. It took a while. They were gone whenever I got there, but I mean, it felt like it took a while for them to come get those dogs. All right. Well, everybody loves dogs. And with that, hello and welcome to Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and I'm here with my co partner, Nave. Each pod we play through cooperative experience, then relate to you, the listener, if this game is a creme de la creme of co-op or something better off playing solo. Hey, Nave. I really should have made coffee before we started. Me and Phil were just sitting here eating. Cause I was like, all right, man. Phil's like, 5.30, we gotta go. And I'm like, all right. I, I show up with my noodles because I just got home because it's, you know, it's starting to become that time of the year, close to Black Friday and Christmas and shit where everyone's ordering seven gajillion packages per house. I'm like, I got, all right, Phil's just gonna have to wait. He's going to have to sit here and wait because I'm going to eat these fucking noodles. Or he's, I'm going to hit the play button and you guys are going to hear me slurping the whole time. But uh, Philip showed up with pizza. And he's like, don't worry, I just showed up at home. And I'm like, oh, well, great. Oh, don't worry, we recorded six. But I'm like, you know, we need to get this done because I always struggle to put the baby to bed after we record our three-hour recording sessions, even though we only come out with, you know, less than two hours of footage <laughs> somehow. But uh, I just wanted us to get it started and get it done. Lo and behold, we still started late. But Nave, yeah. we are a video games podcast, and we're going to be talking about My Hero Rumble. But before we get there, let's just check in with what games we've been playing. So, what have you been playing, Nave? Is that what it's called? I thought I had a yeah. longer title than that. Oh, excuse me, My Hero Ultra Rumble. Oh, well, I guess that makes sense. Um, I've just been playing Cyberpunk. 
That's it. Just taking my time, doing, going around, doing all kinds of shit. It's I'm again at that part at that point where it's like Aegis Elba's like wait a day and then come call me again and I'm like all right I guess I'm just gonna go do the main storyline in the pause menu you know you just click wait a day I know but I I, it's immersion breaking a little bit I'm like Judy's waiting on me I'm trying to woo her because I'm a female lesbian of course and uh, I don't know I just feel like a lesbian all the yeah i got like like that was last last playthrough i was the male lesbian it's 2077 or whatever yeah right know? i gotcha but well, uh, it's funny yeah, you bring I mean, that up it's good that goes into mine because i'm also playing cyberpunk specifically i finished the big con which was good so right in my backlog bust and number 99 the second to last game <clears throat> so my number 100 like after your challenge last week we were like you could probably play three good games in that time or long games or whatever you said I'm going to make my ni- my 100th cyberpunk. And so I just Dude. met Johnny Silverhands and he's being really rude. <laughs> Multiple hands. <laughs> yeah. Is it, is it not Silverhands? It's just one silver hand. Okay, whatever. So Keanu Reeves is there. And then I met uh, Mr. Japan and he's trying to get me to find uh, Ida or something like that. But we don't know where she is. And so with the help of Jenny, I found out she lives in a big apartment building. And so I'm on my way there now. I don't know if those last two words names are right, but I'm trying to sound, trying to remember. Or Mr. Japan that I just skated right by. I was like, no, I got you. Okay, it was, it was the Emperor's bodyguard. Yeah, Takamura, I think. Mr. And, Japan. And we yeah. met up in an American diner where he instantly caused a scene. And I'm like, what are you doing, my dude? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, by the name of the emperor. He just gets real fist at that <laughs> random diner guy. Yeah. And, uh, and like, I love him so much. Meanwhile, he's the only one in a you know a corpo suit too. And so I'm <laughs> like, you're you're blowing my cover, dude. Did you did you get this from the library? Or do you have yeah, this? Yeah, I game? got it from the library. I I think you should get the DLC. I know it's like thirty bucks, but it is really bucks. fucking good. And like the way the DLC is in the middle of the game. So you're not even to the point where it'll get introduced to you yet. Oh, yeah. so, because I'm I'm just in the part I where I think they took like the training wheels off. They like get, they just gave me the open world after Jack yeah. died. I think is his name. I don't know. I don't know his name. Like, I know you don't know name. his name, and that's fine because now <laughs> no one's gonna know what the spoiler you're talking about. So oh, it's just, it's like really a spoiler because like they <laughs> set him the up like as the best guy. You know, they're like, this yeah. guy's the coolest dude you've ever met. And I'm like, he's the coolest dude I've ever met. Yeah, which is why Dell should. Mm. Never this mind. This is a Dell situation. Well, now I'm not again. talking about what game I just spoiled. So now there's two spoilers that are just lingering with question marks. <laughs> so yeah. no one can get mad. So I'm playing Cyberpunk. It's good so far, but it's like I have to like tell myself to sit down and play it. Because I, I'm scared I'm going to finish other games if I pick them up. <laughs> so I'm almost like exclusively yeah. playing Cyberpunk. Except every night before bed, I play a little bit of Tactics Ogre Reborn, which is, it's a really charming game. Like, I thought it was just going to be, um, like, medieval warfare type stuff. But then there's, like, Draculas and demons that come up, too. And I'm like, oh, Ogre's in the title. Of course, there's going to be monsters. But I didn't even think about it at the time. Yeah, I didn't think about it either. I just thought it was a cool name. Yeah, I thought it was going to be, like just knights and wizards and stuff, but there's actual demons that you fight and undead and you can cast like healing magic on it and it does damage instead of healing. It's that type of Dungeons and Dragons bullshit. I think that's in Final nice. Fantasy too. Is it? Yeah. 
I mean, like, I know the old ones for sure. You can throw, like, Final Fantasy VII, you can throw a revive at a zombie and it'll die. Well, Final Fantasy VII also had the crap where, like, you could put reflect on somebody and then if you cast heal on him, it bounces off and heals the enemy too. <laughs> or some crap like that. Yeah. Well, Sounds about right. Yeah. Then what are you doing in Cyberpunk? What kind of character are you making? So I I got rid of my corporate gorilla <laughs> that I had last time since the game is all new, all new edge edginess. And I took your advice and I'm like, I'll do the cyber stuff. The um, I want to do smart guns and uh, what are the magic spells? The quick hacks, whatever. Quick hacks, yeah. Yeah. Like, so I'm just going like full cyber wizard, uh, lizard wizard type stuff. But I haven't got the implant to use a smart gun yet. So I'm not using my smart guns unsmartly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I have the imp- I have the implant for the smart guns and but the sh- I, I only got a shotgun because I'm only doing the if I see a green arrow, I'm like, OK, I'm switching weapons now. Whatever, whatever this yeah. gun is, I'm going to switch it for the lowest one. But like I had a smart shotgun and it did way less damage. It just auto aimed. And I'm like, I can aim. I I want more uh, damage. I want like an auto aim, not like shotgun doesn't sound right because I want like a rapid fire gun. I want a needler situation. Oh, dude, there is a guy. There was a guy who uh, a boss that had a unique smart SMG in the DLC and it was like shooting me from around a corner. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, I was like, (laughs) like, how am I getting shot right now? I mean, it doesn't sound really fun when the enemies have it. But when I like I haven't used a smart gun yet, but when I do. It's going to be great, I hope. I hope it's not lame, like, if you build into illusion magic in Oblivion or something like that. Yeah. Like, oh, man, I can turn 74% invisible. <laughs> great. For four seconds, and I can't walk with it. Otherwise, it would get revealed or whatever. So, like, dude, there's so much cool shit that I'm seeing people do in Cyberpunk. Like, there's this, like, I already talked about the the katanas can deflect bullets now with if you yeah. get the perk. But there is another thing. Like, you get, like, this you can get this red hot garot wire out of your hand and then you fling it around. I don't know if you know who Takeda is from Mortal Kombat 11, nope. but you like fling it around and like, it, it's like a, just a, you ever watch the movie ghost ship? Ghost ship? Ghost no. ship. The ship no, no. that is a ghost. Okay. Well, anyway, no. everyone <laughs> who's seen, I expected. I expected well, I don't like know what it's about. of the Caribbean where it's like, it's a spooky skeleton ship. So there is like a Titanic like ship and on that ship, the uh, like a wire snapped and everyone was on the deck on the poop deck doing a doing a dance or whatever. And it cut them all in half. So it's like a saw situation. I gotcha. Yeah. Well, I was thinking Final Destination, but like, I don't know what I'm getting at this. There's a wire you can cut people in half with and in, in cyberpunk is what I'm trying nice. to say. It looks really cool. But Which, uh, Big vibes it. for um, Tokyo Ghostwire, not the wire thing, but that um, <laughs> you and in, instead of Johnny Silverhands, you have KK Slider in your yeah, head. KK Slider. And he's like, wah, 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 wah. you know, as he talks to you, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay, you're so funny. Yeah, you walk into a new area and he starts playing guitar. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> but that that's what guitar. I'm working on. Uh, Tactics over good, Cyberpunk good, Big Con good. Uh, not game of the year, anything crazy like that. <laughs> But a really nice indie game. So that goes right into... Nave, what did you buy? Oh, that's a good question. My Xbox isn't even on. That's how not home I've been before the recording. I don't think I bought anything, though. That goes right into our Patreon section, which we've gained a new patron. What? The return of Hopple. Hello, Hopple. Welcome it back. It's good to see you. 
you don't have it in the you don't have it in the normally he has a screenshot of the patrons in the in the notes but so i can't see it yep. but i believe so, we got hopple michael superbacker the intergalactic pinecone nick and knight and insane cracker thanks boys you keep the lights on now i did kind of go a little fast through all my bullshit and they've actually didn't have a lot of bullshit this week because i really want to do a double am i the asshole this week for my hero academia because you didn't, you didn't tell me that i just no, i didn't that was just serendipitous so i looked up specifically my hero academia seeing if i could find anything about it on reddit there's the first one nave in the zencaster and i could not find anything what besides is this? like why what? what is this okay so it, he's got a little chart in here got <laughs> oh, the yeah. link and then it's got a description of the thing and then it's got the uh I, this third one, I assume, is what franchise it's like mainly talking about or what's related to. But the last, what is this last file here? Oh, the just last cancer in both of them. Yeah. So, dear listeners at home, now Nave is pulling back my skirt. Uh, my <laughs> notes have a like trigger warning box just in case we have like guests or something like that. And like, oh, they don't want to talk about something. And oddly enough, of the three posts I found on My Hero Academia, two of them involve cancer. So, warning ahead if you have any sensitivities towards cancer. But it's just weird that it happened twice. And the third one was just about a, a college student that wouldn't stop pretending she was a character from My Hero Academia. And she would start freaking out and screaming if anybody tried to stop her or inform her that she was not. And well, maybe, I didn't wanna, maybe I didn't that was talk her about character. That one. No. You know what I mean? Like, oh her superpower God. was if she's being stopped, she screams her loud. Quirk. Yeah. And she talks about how she was dating one of the other main characters, and it, it was not a pretty read. So it I'm saving quirky. y'all from that one. It is quirky. So this first one, though. Hold on, which one is it? Yeah. Wait, did I send you the oh, right one? I closed it yeah. for some reason. Uh, I opened it, one, and then I closed it. <laughs> uh, if For the brief description, I put in, OP's girlfriend does a chesty MHA cosplay, and he's embarrassed. Let's learn some more, Nave. Wait, is this the one you sent me? I think so. Is this a burner account? It is, in fact, a burner account, and he only did one reply. I'll let you handle reading this one. Okay. That got some traction, by the way. 20,000 votes. 20.0 thousand. We're right on the dot. Okay, so my 25 male girlfriend, 24 female, I assume, had a double... mm, What is that word? Mastectomy? Mastectomy. Five years ago. What is that? That's where the her boobs were cut off because she had breast cancer. You had to cut boobs off for your breast cancer? Yeah. Uh, all the time? Not all the time, but a, a lot of the time. If it develops too far for treatment, oh. they have to do that. Damn. Oh, she has. Oh, wait, is he going to explain it? She had breast cancer and thankfully made a full recovery. Unlike a lot of women, she didn't have any reconstructive surgery. This was before I met her. I'm a big anime nerd. And last week, and I invited her to a small anime con with me. She's seen a few episodes of my favorite shows, but she's not into anime. She does like cosplay, though. And she works seasonally as a special effects artist at a haunted house near us. So when I asked her to go to the con with me, she asked if she could cosplay, and I said, sure. She got very excited and said I was going to love her costume. So I'll admit, I thought she was going to do something sexy for me. Well, not exactly. The day of the convention comes, and she showed up at my house cosplaying Dobby from My Hero Academia, specifically a look he has later in the manga. Dobby's a dude. 
Uh, so it's a long white coat over white pants, no shirt. Her entire chest was exposed, and she had obviously spent hours applying burn makeup. She said uh, she has short hair that she dyes constantly. This time she bleached it white and dyed a few red streaks. So she's topless? Yes, that's what it sounds like. Or okay. she has a very revealing top. Yeah, I know what he's talking about. Like you would be able to see her. You would ever. You would be able to see her. Her chest. Well, she doesn't in, have nipples. With the costume she's talking about or anything. Oh, what? Yeah, like they take the whole breast. Like she doesn't have nipples or, and she never got reconstructive surgery. So she has. She's just flat, flatter than a man. Like a Kendall. Where was I? I I was I wasn't expecting her to show up without a shirt. Her burned scar makeup only covered half her chest, so you could clearly see her mastectomy scar. It wasn't a very attractive costume, especially since she'd gone all out with the scars and made them look raised and kind of realistic. We went to the con, and while a lot of people came up to take photos with her, I noticed several others looking at her chest. That evening, she said I'd been quiet all day, and I honestly told her I was a little embarrassed that she was flaunting her mastectomy scar like that. She got mad and said she was making the best of her situation and said I was being insensitive. And she's been distant ever since. I'm starting to feel guilty. Am I the asshole? There's probably a reason why you're starting to feel guilty, dog. <laughs> yeah, this looks real bad. Like, I don't think there's a way. Like, all right, let's let's devil's advocate this here. So to sum up the situation, girlfriend's cancer survivor. Uh, she wears a basically revealing outfit out in public that shows off that she had surgery to have her breast removed and yep. the OP is uncomfortable, embarrassed, uncomfortable. Yeah. It crossed some lines for him. Now it, it gets in a weird spot whenever you start talking about your comfort out of other people's actions. Like we like, of course you're only responsible for your own comfort and you shouldn't, I don't know, like change yourself that much for others. But then also it's like you can be an asshole if you don't change enough. Like I, I, I definitely feel that she should be able to do this without judgment. Right. Am I, am I too far um, upon to say that? It's confusing because like I it's like normally you wouldn't be able to walk around without a shirt on in, in a place like this. Right. So I yeah, it's right. very confusing. It's like doing a weird thing to my brain where my brain is telling me like, how does she not get in trouble? Well, no, I bet there's people wearing like super form fitting bodysuits or like borderline just like yeah, body different. paint and stuff, you know? Well, I don't think I don't think if you're a woman, you're allowed to have your shirt off even with body paint on. I think you can mm -hmm. hold you can wear skin tight like spandex or whatever, but it's different. But it's like that's the thing. It's like, are you showing nipple? And she's not because she has the scars and she doesn't have them as according. Does it say that in the whole thing? I assume uh, she doesn't because she no, got away with it, right? When you have a double mastectomy, I assume they take everything. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't know what this is, so I'm like kind of wandering around in the dark here mentally. But it's it, it's an interesting situation because she also cosplayed as a as a guy. Made me makes me wonder if like maybe people just assumed she was a guy because she didn't have a chest and she was cosplaying a male character, you know? Because this is an incredibly popular anime, and Dobby in, is an incredibly popular character in the incredibly popular anime. You know what I mean? Yeah. So It's interesting. It is, it's a big conundrum because it, he is her partner, and so she should take his feelings in regards on this. And... I feel like maybe she was a bit of an asshole by springing this on him. 
in that he didn't have time to prepare. Like she said that she had some yeah. big plan, but no details. And and not wearing a shirt is definitely something that is unexpected, especially for a special case like this. You know what I mean? And it puts you in a weird spot because like you're good. If you feel uncomfortable, it also conflicts with the idea that she's a breast cancer survivor. And this is and she like she said in the thing that she's trying to make the best of her situation. And I think that that's really admirable of her, like to not like the, the things that have happened to her. No, she's definitely going out her. loud and proud, and I got to give her props for that. Like, that's incredible. This is like a great cancer survivor story, and she's yeah. even like using, you know, her her little scars as dressing for something she loves to do. Yeah, it's like me. I have these things called keloids on my shoulders and chest, and they're all they're, all of them are from where burns used to be. Like whether it be like road rash from like falling off a bike or like getting hit by a firecracker or whatever firework. And all of them keloided up. And every time somebody sees them, I just kind of make them into, like, my clown character of, like, look how fucking disgusting this is. Look, how, do you want to touch it? You know what I mean? Just kind of fucking really bringing the attention to it because I'm actually incredibly sensitive about, like, like if you're like, oh, fuck, you, whenever you see them, I'm going to be hurt a little bit, even though I try not to act that way. And I don't want people to have to, like, tolerate my sensitivity around like this weird shit that i i know this is weird and i know that she knows that it's weird to not have her breasts anymore but i think that it's it's really uh it's a really positive thing for her to be able to like do this kind of thing put herself out there in this kind of way and i think that that's why she's been distant because of him admitting that he was embarrassed about it i think maybe that he didn't really handle it too well and he could have been a little bit more empathetic to her situation, but it's not exactly his fault for being uncomfortable around like this situation. You know what I mean? I still kind of think he's an asshole, but you know, I don't know. There's always a little, a little, a little black in the white, a little white in the black type deal. So he, he did raise a follow up or a, an update, I guess, or it was a reply. Uh, apparently she, chose Dobby because his scars would be a fun challenge and she chose the outfit specifically because it revealed a lot of skin giving her more room to practice her scar makeup because oh, yeah. as a visual FX artist this seemed to be a big canvas option for her well, that's interesting so it wasn't specifically to show off her scars but it was to give her a chance to practice more costuming or cosplaying I guess since this is a character uh I don't know. That kind of like kind of like changes it a little bit. In yeah, my head. because this isn't a pride thing, I don't think. But I mean, she can be proud. But it feels like there's almost no assholes here. It's just a miscommunication and hurt feelings. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I'm still leaning a little bit on him, but yeah, that's what the community thought as well. Everyone decided that this guy was an asshole and he doesn't deserve her. Yeah, everyone's being incredibly angry, Dude, and they this... are tearing this guy down. And they're all getting like twenty six thousand upvotes and stuff. Holy shit! Yeah, they are. They're ripping this guy a new one. A lot of these people. A lot of these people are mad at him because he 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 admitted that he was expecting her to show up in something sexy. But it's like that's not even really like a wild thing to think. Like it's not like she was like, "I'm gonna cosplay." Bye bye now. It's I'm gonna cosplay and it's gonna be fucking big. You're gonna see it. You know what I mean? What did she say yeah. exactly? Or what did it say? She said. 
she said cosplay. She got very excited said I was going to love her costume. If a girl was coming up to me and said, I'm going to cosplay for you, and you're going to love my costume, I'm going to be like, huh? Oh, yeah? Am I? You're going to be okay. Sailor Moon yeah, without the... Some... You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. what's going to happen? But, like, it's it's a little different because since she's an artist, you know what I mean? Like a visual effects or whatever you said. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. There's a lot of weird little nuances to this, but everyone is obliterating this guy. Dude, he did not stand a chance on anything. He's got 5,000 comments of telling him how much of an asshole dirtbag he is. I think the big another big thing is that, you know, it's like it it's a it's a I, it's the same reason why I said no matter what, I feel like I got to lean on the dude. Like the, it's because of the it's the cancer surgery, right? It's not like yeah. it's not like uh what is like it called? A surgery. Scar or something. What? Well, no, oh. I was thinking of a what is it? Cosmetic surgery. It wasn't for cosmetic purposes. She didn't get a breast reduction surgery because she wanted it. She lost it from because she was fighting cancer right yeah it's like that is it's really as soon as you bring that into the equation it is really hard to not like and that's something that like maybe we should be able to talk about you know what i mean like i don't know how much i've talked about my aunt that i took care of for about about two years my aunt got uh or she had diabetes and then she had to go through uh what is it called where they filter your your kidneys you know what i mean dialysis she had to go through dialysis and every day i had to bring her to dialysis and at first i was really happy that i was able to be there for her and do all that stuff for her but doing that like i had to take her to dialysis in the morning i had to take my uncle who lived who worked 30 minutes away from the house to work every morning and then i also had to go to work in the morning and then i had to pick my uncle up and pick my aunt up i had to do all of that every single day and it, it after two years of that that is it, that's an incredible ask. You know what I'm saying? And at first you think you, you know you're happy to do something like that. But after a while and it it sucks to admit but like I was becoming pretty resentful of the situation that I had found myself in and the fact that I was dating somebody who was getting dragged down with me in this like really hard thing to get out of because like it is you it is an incredible responsibility to a family member. You know what I mean? And it yeah. feels bad to feel that way. But and I'm I have a point to all this. I swear to God, listener. So like it feels bad to feel that way. But after a while, especially as time passes after she passed away and I moved and all kinds of stuff happened, like I get to reflect back on that and realize that it's not exactly a horrible thing for me to feel bad about my situation when I was in a really stressful and difficult situation. And I was beating myself up during that during those times because I felt that way. Like I felt like a horrible, terrible person, even though I felt that way and it was still stepping up to do the fucking difficult thing. Right. And it's not apples to oranges here or whatever the saying is. But, like, even though she went through something horrible in her past, you can still have it, – it's, it's, it's still valid to feel uncomfortable about specific things that are, are things that you're not used to. Like, you're not used to walking around out in public with her – with a person who had a double mastectomy or whatever it's called that is walking around without a shirt on and you just have no idea like this has never been a thing that's ever occurred to you in your head and you're trying to rationalize it and stuff like that like you're not a horrible terrible person like all of these people in the comments are making him seem like but you should reflect on this like you do need people to tell you hey man it's kind of not cool what you did right at the end of there where you told her you were embarrassed about her scars like that's kind of fucked up yeah, that was bad. 
Yeah, I agree with you. He's he's got more of the asshole on him, but I don't I think it's pretty light. Light asshole. Yeah. I would wish I wish the follow-up had something to do with after the the aftermath of this. Yeah. As never know the true ending. Yeah. So, because if he if he doubled down on like being being weirded out then maybe they maybe he really doesn't deserve her maybe they really should just kind of break up if this is going to be something that's going to linger over their relationship always you know yeah i i feel like he maybe he grew from this though maybe they they grew together as a couple yeah i mean this is exactly how you grow by doing something and then everyone telling you you fucked up this is a preferable way to grow rather than you know you make a horrible mistake and then get hurt because of it right like those are really the only ways we grow as people. You know, I really expected us because like I I I breezed through that one. I read it. Uh, I expected us to much more dunk on this guy, but after looking at this, like this is probably the third or fourth time I've read that one and hearing you read it to me, I do feel like I've I've calmed down because at first I was like, <clears throat> "Burn the witch! This guy's an yeah. asshole." Yeah, well, I mean, for sure. That, I mean, it is super easy to have like a split reaction, like a like an immediate reaction of like disgust at the way that this guy was talking about it. But it's like he didn't write it well either. Man, I mean, like, he did not cut himself any corners on this. Yeah, he could have. Yeah, he could have wrote it better. All right, this next one. Uh, let me do a quick burner account check. Boop boop boop. All right, this guy is a main account, I guess. Uh, no, I don't know. What Maybe am I burner. looking at? Do you see that post? What am I looking at, brother? Whoa! <laughs> All right, this dude just posts his asshole. <laughs> so it's a burner account where he did two. He did an Am I the Asshole, and then he just posted it. He did an Am I the Asshole, and then he posted a picture of his asshole. Okay. Oh, my so God. So semi-burner account. This one did not get a lot of traction. <laughs> Only 36 upvotes from this two had months to ago. Eventually. Yeah, this is Lucid Divine. Am I the asshole for using my 22 survivorship to get to meet a voice actor? Hello, everyone. On December 10th, 2021, I was diagnosed with stage four neuroblastoma. It was a long battle, and I almost died after the fourth <laughs> round of chemo due to my body not taking any foods or liquids. Thanks to a feeding tube and two-month stay in hospital, in a two-month hospital stay, I survived. Several months later, thanks to a mutation in my tumor, I was able to start a pill that would shrink the tumors, and eventually, that was what made me cancer-free. I've been free for a few months now, so it's only been a few months since he's been near dead. Oh, yeah. And this was two months ago. Yeah. And I'm almost the same person I was before physically. The one thing that kept me going was the character All Might from My Hero Academia. No matter what battle he was going through, no matter what challenge he faced, he would always have a smile on his face that inspired me to keep going. Every hospital visit, I'd always come in smiling. Even on my deathbed, I made sure to keep my smile present. God damn, Philip. Is this what? What are you doing, man? Why did you pick these two? These are fucking difficult, man. What are you going to ask? Yes, is, this is all my is thing. All, all right, is that all my thing? All right. Yeah. In so, fact, as soon as you as soon as you said all might, I had a feeling he was gonna start talking about the smile, and I was just like, oh no. This is hurtful. Is, is that a big deal? Is that like his It's um, a big deal. It's the read so All Might all smile might, is Vegeta's pride. Well, it's it's more like okay, so All Might is the basically the sensei of uh the main character Deku, who is the Goku, the Naruto. He's the main he's the main boy. Yeah, 
Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And again, it is it is All Might's smile that keeps Deku pursuing his dream of being a hero. It was that smile, that tame yeah. smile. I won't spoil anything. I think people should watch My Hero, even though it's a popular anime. It's it's popular for reasons. Really good. But yeah, right. that's what all this is about. Back into it. So yesterday, I went to an anime convention. There was a lady walking around without a shirt on, and I stared for a really long time. <laughs> no. Holy shit, it's the fucking MCU. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it's the same convention. All right, all right, let's get serious. So yesterday, I went to an anime convention. I had no intentions of getting an autograph or meeting any celebrity, but my friend told me I should go up to Chris, All Might's voice, and tell him my story. So around five, I went and asked where the line ended. The volunteer told me the line was already capped. I told him my story and the reason I wanted to meet him. He told me to tell his higher up. So I did. And then I had to tell his higher up until the final person told me, we'll see. I stayed in line just in case and I could I could meet him. It was now 550, 50 minutes later from whenever the line started or whenever he first got there. In case you weren't keeping up, dear listener. And I knew at six he had to go do an a Q&A panel. Oh, no. So there's less than 10 minutes. So my hopes were low to meet him. But I would have been okay with that. The second volunteer I spoke to came to get me out of the line and told me I was going to be next in line. I was put in front of about six people from where I was. Meeting him was amazing. I wrote what I wanted to say on my phone because I knew I'd cry if I said it out loud. He was proud of me for beating cancer. He was super sweet. And just when I was about to leave, you're limited to a three-minute conversation, he told me to wait and he signed me two autographs and recorded a video for me. I wasn't expecting any of that. Dude, I'm going to cry. It made me cry even harder. Overall, an amazing experience. I'm so thankful I got to do that. And he continued signing things after I left. Holy shit. Why did you do this, man? Why are you doing this, man? This isn't funny. I was crying whenever I read this the first time. No, it isn't funny. But it's it's an incredible story. (laughs) But every story has a twist. Let's go. Today, I told my parents that story on how I got to meet him and how kind he was. This made my mom, 48 years old, mad. She told me it wasn't fair to the people I cut because they were waiting there too. She said I should've, shouldn't have used the cancer card to get that opportunity. Roughly translated from Spanish. I started to cry because I never thought of it like that. I feel so wrong for doing it. While I'm still so thankful I got that experience, I feel like I should have just cut my losses. My dad and brother think there's nothing wrong with what I did and that people with VIP badges could do it. So why couldn't I? I don't know how to feel. Am I the asshole? All right. There is an edit. It's probably I don't know if it's relevant. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the edit is I forgot to mention that the six people all had two day passes and all got a slip, which lets them get to the front of the line today. Also, he. He did keep signing after I left, so maybe he got through all of their chances as well. My mom is an angel. She's really amazing and has been my rock since I was diagnosed. So I take what she says with a lot of weight. All right, so boil it down. This guy played the cancer card to get what he wanted. Is he an asshole for it? Absolutely. (laughs) Is he? Really? I don't know. No, obviously not. This guy... Like this, if this is the person genuinely that he really... That was really helping him get through... like. It's silly to like think like oh it's just a cartoon character, but I mean like these stories are impactful for a lot of people. Like any any kind of story can be like 
your primary motivator for going through something, right? And at, at any stage in life. And we have a video games podcast and we're talking to video games enthusiasts. Otherwise, I don't know what you're, what you're doing here, listener. But it's like all of us understand that. Like all of us have this one game that got us through something extreme. And now we can't like we it always things always relate back to our experience with that. And I don't think that it's inappropriate that he talked about his situation to the people, especially since it went through many people before he was allowed to go up there. And it's not like it, it doesn't seem like this person was being pushy or insistent or anything. They seem very patient. They were they seemed like it would have been OK if they didn't make it and all of that stuff. So, I mean, I don't think this person is the asshole, but I can see how this story would make a parent of yours uncomfortable because not only is this it, not only is your child having cancer extremely uncomfortable, but like uh, I would think that some types of parents just wouldn't want any attention attracted to it whatsoever. That might be a sore spot for them. But also at the same time with the pride and stuff of like you should do things because you should get things because you worked for them. If you if you were if your parent is. I don't know this cancer card business. If if the kid continue, how old is this person? 22. 22 still a kid kind of like if, if this person continued to do this like if this was like a primary motivator of like how to get things i think that this would be a different story but they definitely they seem genuine or at least they're writing in a way that like really yeah, puts them in have, a good light you know what they wrote to go off of but I also think that it's important, especially since he takes what his mom says seriously, with the, with the mom saying that you shouldn't use the the cancer card to get opportunities because maybe that was – and he said that this was something that didn't occur to him. Yeah, he didn't even think. That he didn't think about the people that he cut in line and everything like that. So maybe this was something that he probably should have experienced and this would have been – this is one of the best case scenarios for him to experience that kind of thing where he can now kind of like – have that idea in his head before he brings this whole situation kind of thing up you know what i mean even though yeah. he's not the asshole i know i'm like i don't know why i'm going so hard on him suddenly but no let me just let me give a second let me get the cat that was the cat hitting the wall that loud noise you just heard listener he grabbed the cat by its tail and flung it around like how mario 64 does to bowser and then the cat's skull collided with the wall. I can't believe it. <laughs> I don't know what he's saying, but it did not happen that way. <laughs> All right. So this guy, I also agree. I don't think he's the asshole. In fact, I almost feel like anybody that survives some kind of event like this should get like a golden ticket to do whatever they want in some circumstances. But I don't know. To go back to right what he said at the beginning, like this All Might character apparently really stood out to him to not give up and to keep pushing through all the, the horrible treatments and repeatedly go back to the doctor. Like, I think yeah. that is incredible that someone can actually draw that much strength because then I always wonder, you know, what is the, the dark timeline? What is the timeline where this guy never saw uh, my hero, my hero show? He wasn't inspired. He or... got inspired by Ben Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, like he watched something else instead and it just didn't have the same motivation as he yeah. would get from my hero. Like, this guy might not be here today if one day he decided that it wasn't worth it to go to treatments and he just decided that he was going to wait it out and just die. It's You have to make a physical decision to go through the treatments to get better. Yeah, And not everyone is, 
I don't know, like strong enough to always make that choice because from what I can tell, it sucks. I've never been through it. I don't have a loved one, not like you did, that went through something like this. But I assume it's it sucks. And that's the problem is that that's usually what spells the end whenever they stop wanting to do it. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. That's kind of like what the the last few months of my aunt's life was like where I was having to convince her to go and she wouldn't stay the whole time. I would only get like one hour of work and she'd call me and be like, I'm done. I can't do this. And I'm like, okay, but you know, it's like, I don't know how to argue about this. Like, I don't know how to tell you that we want you to keep doing this. If you don't want to keep doing it, I guess I'll come get you. But you know, it's kind of, it's a difficult thing. And having like this really important, like light for you, is is really it's really lucky to find something like that um i have an antidote that's a lot less serious so let's pull pull our me and philip are about to cry yeah so no, like, it was, this is like a really <laughs> heavy one like i teared up like every time i read this one i read this one like multiple times all right so i have an antidote that's an antidote that's a lot less serious um so i went to a concert uh, well, let me walk it back a couple steps. So I used to date this person named Madeline, longtime listeners have heard her a million times. Um, she, our, our, we had a song. A lot of couples will have, they'll have a song. Our song was a Blue October song called, uh, I forget. <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> into <laughs> no, the not, Ocean. No, it's not Into the Ocean. It's the... Calling You. Calling You, that's it. I was oh, going to yeah, say... that's me and Jana's song too. Are you serious? Yeah, we, we danced really to at our wedding. That's incredible. Oh, wait. Did I steal your fucking song? You were at my wedding. I, I was at your wedding. That part. <laughs> I was at your wedding. I might have stole your song, Philip. Uh, I'm no. sorry. I might have heard that song in subliminally. Oh, that's cute. This is a cute moment. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a great song. Yeah, and then I showed her, and I was like, now I'm having Philip's cute moment. And, <laughs> and so that was our song. <laughs> I'm so, Philip now. Well, we have a revelation. You know, all good artists steal. That's the revelation. Um, So I bought two tickets for me and Madeline to go and see Blue October because, uh, of course, because of course I did. But she got in trouble at her work and then she couldn't get off on the day that like they called. They they wrote her back in to the day that she asked off. And then they because she was in trouble, she couldn't get off of work and she didn't want to get in trouble anymore. I went to the show. I sold her ticket as Blue October was playing. I kind of had an idea of like man, it's, this sucks that I'm not here with her. And after they got off, like in the, in, in the venue, there's the stage. And then right next to right, the merch booths are right to the left of the stage. And then the, the artists walk towards the merch booths. Cause that's where the exit door is to get to the tour buses and stuff. And I knew that if I pushed my way through the crowd, like a dickhead and <laughs> got like, yeah, yeah because everyone's trying to do this. And so like I pushed my way through the crowd and talk to them maybe i could get him to sign something for her and when i got to the crowd i got the the i got the singer's attention and he kind of like looked at because i'm like you know waving at him like leaning over the thing and he walks up to me for no reason just walks up to me and he's like you know what's going on and i was like hey and i explained it to him you know my girlfriend can't come she's a huge fan our song is yours is your guys' song and all of this stuff and I was like, I really just want you to like, if you could sign something for her, that would be amazing. And he was like, okay, what do you want me to sign? And I, I was like, I don't have anything to sign. Oh, no. 
And so I kind of looked around and I was like, oh, uh, I honestly didn't think I was going to get your attention. I didn't think I'd get this far. And he said, hey, don't worry about it. And so he walked over to the merch booth and grabbed a CD and, and a marker and came back with one of his CDs and then signed it like Madeline. Uh, we're sorry we missed you. And then from Mr. October. His, yeah, Mr. October. And then he wrote his phone number on it. And uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that's who she's dating now. That's no. why she's my ex. But Good um, twist. So and then I was like, "I'll okay, I'll pay for it." And he's like, "No, dude, don't worry about it." And I was like, "Holy fuck, what a cool like!" And I and it literally it was like it, the only reason it's anecdotal is because I like I just forced. It's like I kind of like did something that seemed forceful, but like t- for a completely different reason, kind of thing, you know? Yeah, Man, that's a pretty cool story. Yeah, never Good. happen again. Yeah, and I'll never see Blue October play ever since that plane went down. <laughs> Yeah, ever since the play went down <laughs> right on top of their of their house that they all no, lived in. They were in the plane. All right, but that's the last my am I the asshole, my hero the asshole. Jesus that, Christ. I know that was heavy. Let's take a break. The music plays. Boom, 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 boom. You need a bathroom break or anything? No. And we're back. My Hero Ultra Rumble, developed by Biking Inc., who did the Jujitsu Kaizen. Curse Clash and My Hero One's Justice games, uh, published by Bandai Namco, released September 28, 2023. So it's a, a recent hit. Store description Pick your favorite character, team up, and fight to be the last one standing in the new 24 player battle royale free to play game, My Hero Ultra Rumble. Free from the Steam Store. Great description. Bullshit description. Is that not what you do in the game? Pick your fucking favorite character. There's like 10 characters in this game. I know. And at the beginning, you can only play like three of them. You have like two heroes and a villain unlocked. Bullshit. I, would ta- I was talking to somebody about this and they were like, oh, did you get your froggy girl? And I was like, no, because she's locked. <laughs> so I just had to watch people have fun with her. And I was like, wow, you look, look like you have so much fun over there. So histories of preconceptions. I still have not seen any of my heroes. I know all the characters at this point. Because I've always, I see them around. They're in the memes. There's the frog girl. There's um, Midoriya. Uh, there's All Might, you know. There's, yeah. uh, those are the only ones I know. <laughs> those are the only characters in the whole show, actually. Yeah, so I saw this, though, and I saw the art style and just the way it looked. And I'm like, this looks like Dragon Ball Breakers, which I still have not forgiven <laughs> Bandai Namco wow. from making Dragon Ball Breakers. And I, I played the demo of it, and on the demo of the open beta, and it was such trash. Like, I just, I tried to pretend it didn't exist for a long time. That's but, like the Dragon Ball, I mean, no, I mean, that's like the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater HD thing. That was on the 360. You know what, I mean? uh, you know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> it, where it had completely different physics and everything, and it was super, it was like way slower and terrible and floaty. And I was just like, mm. this, this doesn't exist. I'm just going to pretend it doesn't exist. Dear listeners, if you haven't heard of it, and I don't blame you, you haven't. Dragon Ball Breakers was a like $40 Dragon Ball game that was just dead by daylight, but Dragon Ball, and it was really bad. It so looked bad. It. Yeah. If you watch the trailer, it's like, this the is not going to be good. looks bad. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Nave, preconceptions or history with the My Hero series or this game? I watched the the show. I, I didn't watch all of it. I watched up until, like, there's two tournament arcs, as far as I'm aware. I'm sure there's only two. Uh, and the second tournament arc is where I stopped, like, right after that. Like, as new characters are being introduced and stuff. And I don't remember why. I just 
got distracted by like Elden Ring or something probably. And then I just never started watching it again. And uh, the game is really, I mean, the show is really good. Um, the only reason I got introduced to it is because there's this character named Aizawa or Eraserhead who is not in this game, by the way. But he looks, he has a striking resemblance to me. If you want to look him up real quick, Philip. All right, I'm looking at Shiori Izawa. No, that's a lady. I don't know uh, what his name, first name is. A, no, I misspelled it anyways. I put A-I-Z- Izawa. A-I-Z- fuck, I just said Z. A-I-Z-W-A. Oh, I found him. Yep. A-W-A. I don't know. Well, he's got like red eyes. He doesn't look like you. Well, what do you mean he's got red eyes? So when he his red eyes are when he's activating his quirk. So oh, normally okay. he has brown eyes. I mean, there's a picture of him laying in a sleeping bag. It's pretty cute. Yeah. He he sleeps during class in his sleeping. He's the teacher of the. Oh, okay, He's their like, he doesn't look like a student. And his his quirk is that he when if he stares at you, he can erase your quirk, as long as he's staring at you. He's very cool. I mean, is that a great ability? Like, I guess it, it is like a great fighting. ability, but only if you're one on one fighting. But he also so another thing he has, which I don't think I think it's just a thing. So in the show, there are these people called tech. They're like tech class heroes, and they they make things. Rather, they don't go out on the front lines. They just make gadgets for people. And Aizawa has this, like, it's basically the cape from, uh, what's it called? Aladdin. Yeah. It's like the magic carpet so you can fly. (laughs) Yeah, it's the magic. So he has this, like, scarf. And then it's really like a mummy bandage. I don't know what the fuck it is. But he could shoot it out and it'll grab people. Like, and then he could shoot it out in, like, all different directions. I was thinking of Spawn's cape. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it's like Spawn has chains, actually. Does this cape do stuff? It doesn't matter. No, He's I mean, cool. there's, there's a game, uh, The Legend of the Tide de Jing or something like that, <laughs> that's on Game Pass currently, and you have a scarf that you can use as like a grappling hook and also grabs enemies and stuff. Right, yeah, it turns it's out this isn't, a, this isn't a unique idea, no, but it's always I mean, still cool. Yeah, it's so cool. Uh, yeah, I, I like it. Um, I like the designs. That is the only, so since we were talking about cosplay before, that is the only time I've ever cosplayed. I you cosplayed as, as that Azuma? guy. I saw it. Yeah, there was a Halloween like there was a live music event, a Halloween thing, and uh, I was still dating Madeline at the time, and she made me an Aizawa costume, which is really just a black like black clothes and that scarf thing. A really long scarf. It. Yeah. All right, so. I'm like the characters make up a big deal of this game because this is a battle royale and I'm going to mess up these names a lot. It's not intentional. I just can't pronounce them and I don't know the characters that well. Yeah, I could easily pronounce all of these, but I don't want to. I want Philip okay, to do it. Perfect. Uh, which going down the list, they, they split them up like League of Legends style. This is a team based battle royale. Well, not like League of Legends, but just like any game that has tactics in it. It's a 3v3v3v3 up to 24 players or whatever. So it's actually eight teams of three. And you just go in and you you duke it out. You fight to the last man. Standard Fortnite rules. There's gas coming in. You got to pick up gear as you're running around. But all the gear are either like level ups for your inherent abilities or little side bonuses or consumables. So there's no actual like weapons per se in this. Now... Team builds seem like they probably matter, but much like Pokemon Unite, it doesn't seem to matter as long as you're good at your, at your character. Like, I feel like if you're just good as your character, you can probably run down anything. Yeah. I feel like there's like a tier list probably as well. Oh, because some, is. even though I didn't get to play too many characters, I one of the characters I was playing, I was like, this is definitely like a fucking C tier character. Like, 
I don't. I just don't understand how to even do anything with this guy. With this guy. Well, a lot of them have like multiple uses of their abilities. It's almost like Smash Bros, where like there's extra notes to each character that you don't even really understand unless you play them for 300 hours, and then you're like, oh, I know exactly how to always do the Samus extended grab bullshit. Some something something. You know, it's like, it's oh my easy. god, if I fucking dash cancel block my fucking right yeah. bumper ability, as soon as my left bumper ability comes off cooldown, I can do a quadruple combo and juggle them in the air for 15 years? Exactly. So I played about four different characters, so I don't have a ton of experience with them. Like, the first one I played was uh, Azuki Midoriya, which is the Naruto. And he's pretty good, but he wasn't very interesting, at least to me. I don't know, do you play this guy any? He is really good. Was he good? <laughs> yeah, well, so when you got off, I played three games with them, and each time I got multiple kills. I even got, so there is a, like, a little, there are, like, little emblems you get, and the way that you get them is you uh, you do a thing and you unlock it that way, kind of like the original Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, yeah. like, with the little title cards. And I, with playing Mizuki, playing Midoriya, I wiped an entire team by myself. Really? I got the thing That's for insane. single-handedly beating an entire team because I dropped somewhere different and I walked off and I realized my team spawned somewhere else. I was like, uh-oh. And then I and then I just fought three guys in one. See, was he just good ADC or what? No. Well, they fought me one at a time. But, oh, okay. So he was quite like lucky on up my, in between each fight. Yeah. And I think the first guy I pretty much almost killed before he realized I was even, like how, how like where I was or what I was because I was shooting him. Midori has a shooty thing. I think most people have a shooty thing. But I was like shooting him for a while. And I was like, all right, well. Yeah. Well, I guess he works for you. I didn't really like him. I think I used him for like my first match and then I lost and I'm like, that guy's obviously trash. And then I sw- started switching characters from there. Yeah. Well, um, the good thing is because he has that. He has this homing kick. It's not a homing kick. It, it shoots right where you're aiming. But the game has really hardcore aim assist. So I would fight somebody, and the moment they turned and ran, I like I would do that homing kick, and it always knocked them down if you hit them. And the hitbox is huge. It's like your whole body. Like yeah. you are, you turn into a fucking bullet bill. And um, yeah. So and then it knocks you down, and then you just bam, 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 shoot them in the back of the head. You know, like the Dude, hitting them when they're down is so funny. Yeah, yeah. Every time I get knocked down, I'm just like, oh, I guess I just I put guess the I'm, controller down. Yeah, I'm done playing. Uh, next character I played that I kind of enjoyed was Fireboy Ejiro Kurishima. Uh, this guy, he was pretty good, but I just felt like I needed more practice with him because his fireballs were like really slow. This is like he's like red spiky hair guy. If you don't remember, what Kurishima is not right? a fire guy. Is he Kurishima's not? the rock guy? Mm, I mean, we mixing up my dudes then. Todoroki is the fire guy. Todoroki. Yeah, Todoroki is icy hot. Is that, is that his power con? What? Yeah, he has. He's Hold half on. ice, half fire. Let me look. See what he looks like. Ah, uh, no, I didn't play this guy. I don't know. I just I'm mixing them up then. Or I'm thinking, is there like is, is there a fire villain? Yes, uh, that's Dobby. Oh, but I, he's I didn't. Blue fire guy. Oh, yeah, I did Blue Fire Guy. I was Dobby then. So you're like the complete opposite end of the color spectrum. You can, what? I, mean, I just remember there was Fireballs, and that one was good because like he had a lot of AoE bullshit, so it was easy yeah, to hit people. He's uh, annoying and fucking one's justice. Holy is fuck. He? Yeah, really annoying. Uh, the next character I tried was Shigaraki, who like yep. he's like a darkness hand guy. 
and he was pretty good. Mostly what do you because, think like, his quirk is? I think you told me about him whenever we were playing. Doesn't he do just you like, remember? He breaks down the atoms of things he touches or something. Okay, yeah, you do remember. Well, in the game, I don't think he breaks the atoms down, but he disintegrates things. Yeah, yeah, he like that's what he does. He shoots out like purple explosions. Yeah, and he's got eczema. That's his second quirk. (laughs) That's not a good quirk. (laughs) I know. Well, that's why he's in villain and not a hero. Let me get to my main though. Ochaku Raka, dude, she's my boy. Like. She just seems so good, like especially whenever like on my last match, I someone else wanted to play her on my team or whatever. So I wouldn't get to play as her because you can't have duplicate champs on the same team. And watching this guy after I died, like I just watched him play. But Araka can do so much crazy bullshit. She has like a grappling hook. She can make herself float and make her teammates float. So you guys can jump extra far to like travel around. Like yeah. there's a lot of utility in her build, but also she has a lot of CC where she just spins in a circle, just swinging around a heavy object that she made float or whatever, and she just knocks everything around. Jana did highlight that she looks like a Derbosaurus Rex in her little <laughs> costume, though, which I agree, she looks pretty derpy, but I feel like that just adds to the charm. Yeah, well, I mean, it's she's supposed to be super cute, like like a like a like a it's a Jigglypuff situation, like a Sangrio character or whatever Sanrio. Like she's right. got like a simple like a simple design. As opposed to like some of the other characters' hero costumes. Yeah, but she was really good. Like if like if I'm gonna keep playing, I probably want to just main her. I didn't try any other characters, uh, but one I did want to highlight. There is a guy named Cement Toss. <laughs> Cement Toss. <laughs> Cement Toss. Cement Toss. <laughs> what do you think he mint? does? I assume he tosses cement. He just he just makes pavement wherever he wants. He can make pavement anywhere. So just like coming out of the ground, that's it. It's just pavement, like building, like you know how buildings are made. You could like make pavement come out like a wall. You know, this is why people make fun of anime. Is you have like the you have the Marvel where you're like, oh, it's Magneto. He's able to he's magnetizing metals and stuff. I'm like, all right, that's pretty cool. And then it's like, what do you got over here? We got Semen Toss. He's able to make pavement. I bet there's someone just like this in fucking stupid whatever you're talking about. What are you, are you looking up? Pavement maker, Marvel? I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to even word this. Like, I don't <laughs> I don't know how to word this. Never mind. Trimmer in Mortal Kombat is just this. That's this. This Trimmer. This is the same guy. Well, Trimmer's the brown you? ninja. <laughs> no, it's just like what is doing the pit? What does making payment even do? It like it blocks like, people he, in. Is he like an earthbender? You earth have to bender? watch the anime. Yeah, oh, he's like an God. earthbender. Kind of. That's the only way I can like Because he doesn't throw it. But like he makes walls. He can he can like oh. separate enemies. Like he can like literally pinpoint like well, like if there's five in a group, he can like blah, 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 box them all into like one little area. I think it hurts him after a while, but that's a little bit better. I know in the game that somebody was making the giant cement blocks just around yeah. us. That was him, okay. Well, that was the thing, too, is that one time I was watching randomly. I was, like, eating, like, granola bars. I was just taking a break. And I was watching the people that killed me. And one of them was Cement Toss. And he, like, a teammate was down. And he threw a big thing. And the dude crawled under it. Oh, okay. And he didn't go down. Yeah. And so in this game, if you're down, you don't have to get picked up. You can just wait for, like, 30 seconds. And if no one kills you while you're on the ground, then you just pick yourself back up. And so yeah. I think that's one of his abilities. And so he, there are different classes in this game. 
in cement cementos as a support class that is actually kind because that's kind of how it like is like in at my hero academia as well where a, a chaco oraka is also a support class character because she so there are heroes that are offensive and then there are heroes that are basically i'm gonna go rescue the people like there's a hero that is basically just a human fire hydrant right he's just blastoise but like he doesn't shoot water hard enough to hurt people, so he's like primarily a firefighter. Like so, so he, he just comes fires in. while everyone else is fighting the villains. Yeah, essentially, or he fights the fire-based villains. You know what oh, I mean? How like convenient. he obviously fights them, but yeah. it's kind of like that, right? So that's what Cementos does. All right, let's see other people I want to highlight. I did see um mr all might go a couple times but all you really noticed that he do is he would just jump across the map that seemed to just be what he was always doing yeah um, well it's the thing it's like uh it's like superman before he realized he could fly he just jumped yeah, really far he just jumps that's really far yeah that's that's what uh uh mount all lady i assume is the lady that turns into a giant mountain or not a mountain yeah. but a giant woman yeah she's giant lady which is literally a giant woman, like on the battlefield. She takes up like a yeah. huge section of the map. And like, you see actually, her, you're like, whoa. Yeah, there's a giant woman over there. Like, that's actually really cool. That's whenever she uses her, like, everyone has like an ultimate that, like, is yeah. like, does a certain thing. Like, um, I think Mr. Shigaraki's thing is he turns like super stinky. And so everything around him just starts like dissolving and like makes all this stuff extra, stuff like that. Uh, Mount Lady, she gets really, really big. Uh, but besides that, I don't even re- remember everyone's ultimates. I think Araka just makes everyone float around her when she does hers. Which she has some great ones where she can, like lift up a whole section of people, and then people are just like floating through the air trying to get out of the AOE so they can drop <laughs> back down. But if she reactivates it, she can slam everyone down and stuns them. It's really, really good CC. Besides that, I don't know if I have any other want to highlight i know you were playing as like fantasy hair lady for a while yeah that was the only character i didn't know who she was so i that was but for that she came out after i stopped watching so i mean is there any character you want to talk about like their in-game representation yeah i don't really know i i only played midoriya really I played that hair lady in midoriya the hair lady wasn't very good that's who i was referencing i didn't know how to use her i didn't know what abilities did I mean, I read them, and I was like, okay, I understand this information. But then as I'm fighting, I don't remember. So it's yeah. like, as you're in the middle of the fray. But as soon oh. as I started playing Midoriya, I started fucking whooping names. <laughs> Let's talk about fighting the fray. This is a very chaotic fighter. This feels like a, you know an eight-man Super Smash Bros. fight with everyone just throwing shit everywhere at all times, just trying to take each other out. And then I'm like, oh, no, I'm dying. I need to get away. And then you run and you try to heal. Uh but another thing is, like, it's just hard to see where the enemies are coming from. I yeah. feel like that's something you probably get with time. It's like in Call of Duty, how, like, everything's brown and gray and you can't see the enemies. Like, they're just blending in with all their camouflage. But then after you spend eight hours playing on the same map, you notice the different shades <laughs> of gray moving in the corner. And you're like, there's a pixel right there. And you just shoot them. <laughs> yeah. Know, what do you think about the combat? I mean, the combat's fine. It's like X, X light attack, Y heavy attack. You got some moves. That you just—it's they're all keybound to one button, and yeah, uh, the left trigger simple. aims good. Yeah, it's, it's, was it C harder? Which yeah. I thought about you squint. Said that, yeah, you squint so you can see better. 
I was thinking about that in Cyberpunk, how you could just squint and see better. <laughs> yeah, but you it makes sense in Cyberpunk. But you have actual cyber eyes that do, in fact, make you see better. Yeah. <laughs> that was a whole point where they're like, I got you the, the, the new Nokia's. And they're going in your eyes and you're going to be able to see anything. And when cameras look at you, they won't even see your face. And I'm like, thanks, Victor. I'm out of here. That is the cool, a cool fucking thing, though, that like you that you have implants in your face that make your face like a fucking smiley face or like like you're in Manhunt. Dude, yeah. Cyberpunk is so good. Like It's pretty fun. good. Like, it just feels like a lot. And this game, uh, My Hero, it feels almost like simple, but it feels like... Uh, I don't know. It's probably one of the better free-to-play games I've played in a while. Yeah, I mean, it's not terrible. It's annoying that all the characters are locked, but that's part I mean, of the free-to-play. Yeah, they gotta make their money. I, like a lot of the characters are locked behind the leveling system, which I'm like, okay, I kind of almost wish you just let me give you twenty bucks and like get oh, all yeah. the characters. That's a little annoying. And then I the other ones probably, they put in the gotcha machine. Yeah, but you can also you have these like points that you acquire and you can get tickets that unlock the characters, but there's only like eight. Well, how many characters are there? There's only like five characters that you can unlock with those tickets. And I had enough for two by the time I was done playing and I unlocked two characters and just stopped playing. I didn't even play them. I don't even know what they did. I mean, I know what they did as characters, but I didn't know how they played in the game. Um, uh, One thing I liked about this game, the game is that the map is actually in the anime is like this is a place is really good so this place right here is where the students go to practice different uh scenarios for like saving civilians and so a lot of like training happens in this place like it, it literally looks just like this there are little zones in each little quadrant and like there's a really emotional and huge like arc that happens in this specific place so people who have watched past like the second season of this anime actually i think this happens at the end of the first season but like it's a really early thing that happens so you don't even have to get that far into the into the show to like walk around these areas and be like holy shit this is where that fight happened you know what i mean you're like oh i recognize this place oh so i'm glad it's accurate because when i looked at it my first thought was do you remember in full metal alchemist when they go to do the alchemist trial to become oh, a state alchemist. And wow. it's just like a huge yeah. circle dome area. And they're like, here, just go in. And then there's that Do one the guy thing. that made a tower. And then I think something else like blew it up. And then it started doing like a, uh, was it like a Hindenburg situation? And everyone was going <laughs> to die. Damn. Yeah, that's the regular full metal, isn't it? Because that doesn't yeah. happen in Brotherhood. They that's skip not a Brotherhood. They skip. Yeah. <laughs> they like, look, you've already seen regular full metal. You don't need that in Brotherhood. Yeah, they do a lot of yada, 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 etc. Yeah, and then stuff happens. And then the Chinese people show up. And I'm like, I forgot <laughs> Chinese people were in the show. <laughs> As this little girl's walking around with her, like, Chinese buns and uh, a panda on her shoulder. Oh, my God. Did you, you Have you seen these fake Disney AI-generated There's movie so posters? Many. Yeah. Dude, I saw one that's, that was the, the girl and the dog. Yeah, I think the even title was, like, a girl and her dog or something like no, that. No, it, it was, like, it was like together or something. Uh, I yeah. can't remember. I was like, whoa. All right. These are great. These I are saw fantastic. one. I saw one. It wasn't a movie poster, but it was Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. It was Shrek crawling through underneath barbed wire in Vietnam around a bunch of bloody dead soldiers. <laughs> it looked so fucking stupid. Because it was yeah, like so actually good. Shrek. Yeah, like it's so funny, man. It's so scary, but it's so funny. All right. Uh, yeah, the zones are really good. I really like the map. 
especially how you can almost like choose your battlefield. Like I bet you could definitely like some teams are going to like favor certain maps. The way they kind of shake it up to get you to drop different places is they place a extra large golden chest on the map. You know, like, yeah. hey, here's the revives. If you die, they're going to be in this chest. Here's the cornucopia. Who, who wants to drop here? And most of all, it seems like no one ever drops on the chest. Instead, I'm like, man, I just want to go to the fire zone or the typhoon zone. The ones that are like in a enclosed space so I could see the enemies coming. Because if yeah. we're out in the trees, I'm just like, they're in the trees. <laughs> I can't see them. Yeah, it's a Vietnam. Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> it those were crazy. Like as we stopped, we spawned in the collapse zone once, and then every other time it was like, all right, we only are gonna go into go into the typhoon and fire zone. Fuck outdoors. Fuck yeah, the, fuck outdoors the outdoors is bad. But now it's seen it, but towards the end, like people were really like starting to spawn in those a lot too. And I was like, okay, well, this is starting to become unwieldy. I remember at this one point. that we did, or I think this is one where like we had an issue where we would disconnect from each other when I, we, I hit search for match. So yeah. you would get put in a match and I would get put in a different match. I think. And that happened more Twice? than once. Yeah. Yeah. One of those matches we were doing really good and we started out in like the fire zone and migrated to the water zone which has like a huge tower in it. And we were basically just camping the tower, just watching people fight in the center zone. And I'm like, this is fantastic. Like this is, yeah. I love this. This game a hundred percent punishes people like me though, that are like bloodthirsty. Like I want to fight and you take, you don't recover damage. You have to get potions and stuff and there are potions all over the place, but those potions vary in quality and also take time to use. It takes so long to use. And usually, and the map is so small that usually by the time you're in the middle of your second potion, someone's already coming down on you. You know, it, the bushes are surprisingly good coverage, though. Yeah, like, I, I definitely you went down stand in a bush. I went down in a, and then scooted my ass over to a bush, and the enemies forgot where I was, and then left, and I got back up, and then died right after because I only Any had 25 anime? health. How many times have you seen them hide in bushes? Never. This is a Fortnite thing. Um, they pro this was probably QA'd, right? They probably saw that people were dying too often. There were hardly ever times where they would get back up. So that whole mechanic of being alive for a little bit never came into play. But they saw people using the bushes and foliage and stuff to try and like obscure their vision, but it was never enough. So they were probably like, fuck it, make it like eight story tall bushes everywhere. Yeah, bushes are huge. I almost guarantee that's what it is because it looks weird when you're looking at it. You're like, this is an unnatural amount of foliage. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just like well, the map, you can see them on the map. Like, there's huge, and those are bushes, not trees, usually. Yeah. Which, by the way, this is a dome. Like, you're in a big old dome. I don't think there are windows. There's so many green trees everywhere and stuff. I'm well, pretty it looks sure like there's a no blue way out. sky outside. So maybe it's like a uh, transparent glass situation or something. Oh, I don't remember. It's like a huge dome. Like you, there are like 20 story buildings inside of this thing. I'm trying to remember the anime. I don't remember if there was a, a roof, but it had, there had to have been because there are people with quirks where they can fly and stuff. So, but it's supposed to be a secure area. You maybe you're right. It maybe it's transparent glass. I don't know. I don't it doesn't matter. I'm thinking about it too hard. Because I mean, there's probably like super fans of this show that are listening to this and they're like, man, these guys don't know what the fuck they're talking about. When it comes to the show, I'm like, yeah, we don't, or I don't. Nave knows more than me. Yeah, he hasn't finished it. I've seen the first two seasons like six times. 
I just keep trying to restart the show, but I always want to start at the beginning, and then I never get. I don't, I can't even get to where I stopped the first time. I don't know why. I always get distracted. All right. Uh, let's see. Pickups and gear. We already kind of talked about that. I don't think there's really more to say. And normal free to play. Wait. What stuff. do you mean? Do you What's so the, that's a primary thing in the game. We didn't talk about the leveling up of your abilities. Well, yeah, like it's like League of Legends where you can choose like, oh, I'm going to level up my Q nine times and none of my other abilities. But yeah. you can do that if it's beneficial to your build or your team, I guess. Like Aroka, Araka, who was I? Araka, Araka, Araka. Yeah. Uh, she, she has like kind of supportive abilities in the like the CC where it picks up a bigger and bigger area, makes it easier to hit, makes it last longer. But honestly, my favorite is to level up her melee where she just spins around and swings like a giant hammer in a circle where once it reaches level nine or top level, she picks up a car and makes a giant just is spinning <laughs> in circles, just obliterating people. If she hits them, it knocks them down so they can't get up. And then you just stand on top of them, Hulk smash, hitting them with a car repeatedly. And it it gets kills. And I'm like, this is great. As long yeah. as no one interrupts you. I always just uh, leveled up Midoriya's gun. <laughs> his regular human gun yeah and just fucking shot him repeatedly which by the way i am re-listening to dungeons and daddy's now i was going to say regular human gun and i was like wait it doesn't really make sense does it but uh yeah. doesn't matter i mean the gear is pretty good especially when the supportive gear because i know i got multiple items one was like a a shield all potion where if you drink it it takes like 30 seconds to drink but it gives your whole team shields or there's a I don't know what they called them, like a talent card not instead yeah, of a court card like that. where you can activate it and it causes like a healing circle around you. So I was able to heal Nave just by standing near him during a fight. Yeah. And then some of them were like, well, this wasn't a quirk. This was so all the characters have like a hidden ability. I don't know if it's the ultimate for all of them, but the girl with the green hair, she can instantly revive somebody. If you press Y near them. And so, like, you would go down. I'd be like, gotcha. And I'd heal you and run away real fast because I fucking yeah. sucked at fighting. <laughs> no, yeah, that is your ultimate, I think. or It probably is. Yeah. Which is... I don't know what more to say about gear. I think we're running out of stuff here. That's really it. About the gear. All right. Well, do you have any more mute points? Uh, as far as the main menu stuff, there's, like, this, like... So, in this... In this anime, the, the 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 students can go to these things called, I think, talent agencies. And I can't remember that's exactly what they're called. But, like, they are ran by a hero. And they have, like, underlings. Like, like interns, essentially. And you can have one of these in this game. It's essentially like the clans. And that and I think that that's really cute. Whenever, like, you get this these established oh, yeah. things. They call but, them like, agencies make it in the game. Yeah. And so... It's like talent agency or just a hero agency. I can't remember, but that's a really fun arc in the in the anime where all the characters go off to their different talent agencies and you get to meet like different heroes and stuff. But um, I think the agencies are cool. I don't know exactly what's going on, but like you can build different things and you contribute your experience, your money, and like all kind like your different like currencies into the agency to help it level up and stuff. And um. Well, when I, oh, so there's also another thing. When you're watching the people running around in the game after you've died, you can like them. You can give them likes. Also, if you see them in the leaderboards, you can give them likes and stuff too. You like you can see their their little uh, custom name tag thing. You can edit that. Like, like their all kinds of stuff. 
their banner. Yeah. Yeah, there's all kinds of little things you can do to that. And all these likes accumulate, and then you can see on the leaderboards people who have like the most likes in the month or like in the or overall and stuff. And I'm like flipping through all the different guys with all the most likes and stuff and all the most kills and stuff. I'm like, this is kind of weird, like looking at all of these. Cause it's like the whole thing about my hero is also that ev- there is a leaderboard of heroes. And it, and they are by most popular. So I think it's just cool that they're, it, the main leaderboard is the most popular hero because that's who All Might is. He's the number one hero. That's like how the that's like the a big thing about like the he, the main heroes is that they're all vying for All Might's position in the anime. Mm, I see. I see. It's super is, cool. It, life imitates art. Imitates life in video yeah. games. Right. Well, it just shows that at least one person in, in the dev team was like, "Well, why don't we like just kind of rewrite it this way, where it's like it's like the same, but like the words are different." Uh, I mean, that makes me think of Dragon Ball Breakers situation again, because once again in Dragon Ball Breakers, it, it's kind of based on the uh, the Frieza arc or the Namek arc, where you just have Bulma and Gohan running around <laughs> trying to hide Dragon Balls from Vegeta and uh, Freezer, not Freezer, uh, Freezer. Freezer, hunt them down. Oh, they're fucking batteries right here, dude. What flavor? Duracell. Oh, double A, nice. Feel the boost. Just like, just like uh, Alan Wake. You, you gotta have those batteries. Wait, was it Duracell and Alan Wake? What was it sponsored by? Do you remember? There were a lot of sponsors no. in Alan Wake. Oh, God. We don't need to talk about the sponsors in Alan Wake. Let's take a quick break. The music plays. Boom, 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 boom. You know they put Alan Wake in Fortnite? Energizer and Verizon. And then all the cars are Ford and Lincoln. Oh, really? It's a lot of sponsors. Oh, and also Microsoft-related brands appeared in the game. Wait, Alan Wake, wasn't that a Microsoft exclusive? I don't Actually, know. Actually, I don't think it was. I don't. I think I'm making something up. Why, wait, why would there be Microsoft shit in there if it wasn't? Maybe just placement. It was a Microsoft exclusive for oh, okay. the 360 gen, but then it was on the PlayStation 4 and 5 when it got remastered. Like in Condemned, where you had Xboxes just in the crack houses? Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> They're like, that's not where you want the Xboxes. God, so bad. Whoa, what is this? There's a banner at the top that says, Wikipedia is not for sale. Who's trying to buy Wikipedia? Oh, they're asking for money. Oh. Well, yeah, they're always doing that. All right, back to our game. Um, What is it called? My Hero Ultra Rumble. Also, Ultra is whenever you go in, like, Super Saiyan mode. It gives you, like, all your ammo, and it refills your... I don't know if it does your health, but I know it does your shields. Like, it tops you off. Basically, it gives you another chance to fight when you're getting your ass kicked. And your ultra bar grows up as you do damage to other people. And the game goes on. Yeah, uh, and that's my heroes. I mean, that's uh, All Might's catchphrase is go plus ultra. So everything has something to do with ultra. Oh, plus ultra. That's it. Plus ultra is when you go Super Saiyan. Yes. Yep. All right. Uh, But I'll take these first final words. This is going to be a recommend for me, especially if you're a fan of the game or not a fan, a fan of the series. Odds are I'm not going to play this anymore unless maybe we feel like going back one day when you're like, oh, there's now 109 characters and it's been going on for the last four years. I'm like, they got Chiaotzu. Chiaotzu's in there. Oh, my God. They're like, they did a crossover with Dragon Ball and Yu-Gi-Oh. You get to play as Kaiba. And I'm like, incredible. Let's they do have it. Uncle Ben after he got shot in that movie. <laughs> Good. They got Boondocks characters. I'm like, all right, let's do it. But I'm probably not going to play this anymore. But this is a a quality free to play game, as far as I can 
throw it. So if you like My Hero at all, or if you just want a different Battle Royale than Fortnite, you might actually really like this one. I enjoy, like, we tried to play Spellbreak, which got shut down, and it was a <laughs> anti-shooter, not anti-shooter, but just a different Battle Royale that wasn't about, like, shooters or something like that. It was about, like, spellcasters and combining magic and using Jumping different really types high. of magic and, yeah, flying around and stuff. This is kind of like that. You get to fly around, you get to jump. There's so many different terrains, but the map is small enough that the matches are very fast-paced. There's none of this, like, 15 minutes camping in the bushes. I mean, you probably could still do that in this game, but it's not how we played it. So I recommend, Nave, final words. Uh, I recommend it too because it's free to play, but it's like, if you want to uh, play a My Hero game, you don't mind spending money. My Hero wants Justice, one and two. They are kind of generic anime fighters, so if you're tired of the, if you played a lot of the um, Demon Slayer and Naruto games, uh, you're probably not going to want to play. You probably already played the My Hero game, just to be honest. But like those games are still pretty fun. Uh, I still haven't played the second one because again, I haven't beat the anime, and it was spoiling shit for me right away. And I was like, oh, never <laughs> oh, no. mind. I would rather I would rather see this in action rather than in a fucking still image with anime talking over it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a fan of Battle Royales. I've made that clear. Uh, And this game, it bored me after like five or six matches. I feel like if it was just a fighting game, then I would have had a lot more fun with it. Like if it was like a a three-team, three-on-three fighting game, that would have been more fun to me than us running around scavenging for items. I don't want to scavenge for items. What if they did like a smite with it and made it a third-person League of Legends clone or something? It'd be fun. Like if they made a new game mode i mean that's what got me into fortnite was when they were like all right fuck the build shit if you all the people who are like fuck the build shit here's your little game mode for you and turns out to be super popular yeah like i almost feel like if they did i don't know i just like league of legends like me and jana were playing some aram the other day and it was getting hyped we played till like 1 a.m in the night and that's hard for us because we have a baby that wakes up at 6 a.m so every second counts when it's like the baby's asleep what are we going to do with our time? Like, let's get our win of the day in ARAM. You know, let's just do that real quick. And I'm like, all right. As But, of course, since uh, we're Game Pass subscribers and Jana has Amazon Prime or whatever and just tons of Blue Essence, we have all the characters unlocked. So ARAM gets really weird whenever I get a new character. I'm like, oh, I'm Ziri. I don't know how to play Ziri, but I guess we're doing <laughs> it because our team needs an ADC. I don't even know what the fuck that is. Is that a real was, character? Yeah, she's a weird character where... It makes us her basic attacks count as spells, and her Q start counts as a basic attack. So she builds up like static shiv with her passive when she walks around, and you often buy, like it's recommended to buy static shiv on her. So you're always charging up like the full static shiv, and then you Q someone with like the rapid fire, and it just does crazy burst ADC damage. Like it is such a unintuitive ADC because just like strafing around and doing vein attacks it does not do damage you have to like get in there and machine gun him with your Q she's a weird character she looks kind of exactly how I expected her to look actually yeah she's a Zonite if you're into the lore is this a summer skin this looks good who's this person with the bow is that Ash probably I don't know I don't know what you're looking at I'm looking at her skins. The splash art has another character in it. I can't tell, though. It's not saying. All right. 
with that name, what are we playing next week? Uh, fuck, dude. Where's the list? I don't know. I put on the list that we should play the Warhammer gun game. I don't know what it's called. Oh, fuck. Night Tide, War Tide, Damn. Battle well, Tide. If we were going to play that, then we should have played exactly one match of My Hero and then just only spent the rest of the time playing that Warhammer game. It seems like it's going to take a, take a wee bit. I mean, we don't got to finish it. We just got to get get a good taste. It's like a, it's just like Vermintide, right? I don't know. It started off differently. Like you had to make a character and answer like a fucking 20 question questionnaire oh, about your like, Zodiac signs yeah, and stuff. Like, is it the Morrowind question? You see an old man getting robbed on the road. <laughs> what do you do? Push him down harder and rob him yourself? Stop the bandit or call for help? It's like, hmm... You sound like you're going to be a cross-class warrior battle mage. Like, and then you're you know? like, no, I'm not. <laughs> and then you fucking just do your own thing no, anyway. God, Morrowind was so weird. Oh, dude, I, I don't know if I saved it, but it was like a meme where it's like people really be out here retrofitting Fallout 3 into Morrowind. And it showed like a screenshot of somebody trying to put Fallout 3 assets in Morrowind. Oh my God, did you see that? <laughs> so the spider-man game came out and it has miles morales who is like half black half puerto rican right yes yeah, so i saw the flag right? so okay so for the listener yeah so for the listener uh in you can go into miles morales's room and there is a puerto rican flag on the wall but it is not the puerto rican flag dear listener it is the cuban flag which do you have you seen them side by side philip yeah i saw the yeah they look the same to me they're the exact same flag, just inverted. inverted like so, yeah. there is a red on the on the Cuban flag. There's a red triangle and blue stripes, and on the Puerto Rican flag, there is a blue triangle with red stripes. It yeah, is, it but it's the exact same design. That was supposed to get like the art for that, and he totally goofed it. No, you know what I think happened. I'm being serious right, right now. I'm pretty sure that because this is super simple. It's like Puerto Rican flag, right? And then yeah, there will be a million things, right? So I what I think happened is that someone knew that the flags looked exactly the same and they were like, look, ha ha ha. It's the wrong flag. It's a goofy choke. And then they forgot. No, or what if it's sabotage? Just trying to drum up more controversy around the game. You know, like, oh, yeah. no news is bad news or good news or all news Maybe. is good publicity or whatever the, the saying is. I mean, it goes hand in hand with the fucking Latin X stuff with Bungie, you know, Bungie cause Bungie being a Sony studio now, that whole Latinx thing with the Twitter. Did I ever talk to you about that? Did no, we talk I don't about know this? about this. I don't keep up with the news. It wasn't really news, but they made this lat. They made a thing and they put, it was like something is like the Latina slash O slash X slash E slash Y. And they, they had a bunch of slashes in there. And then, <laughs> so on Twitter, you can hide comments, but then it puts a little mark on your tweet that shows that you have been hiding comments where we can click on it and see and do, what the oh, hidden comments no. were. And so there, I think there were more hidden comments than not hidden comments, like legitimately. And, <laughs> and I've never seen this before either, but so on Twitter, you can have community notes, right? Where people can add a note of context or whatever onto your tweet and links to things, all kinds of things, you know, just to fight misinformation and whatever. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that they could like I didn't so I think Bungie was removing the community notes somehow but and then people kept adding more community notes. So I saw the tweet on like eight different days each day having different community notes. Like I would every time because it was big news for like a week and every time I would see it pop back up on my feed there'd be more community notes and I'm like holy shit <laughs> what the cool. fuck is going on? 
who was fighting this? Were these like anti-Latin people or these pro-Latin people that didn't like how they were responding? Like, what's the what's the argument? Oh, so I okay, so a lot of people, a lot of uh, Latino people, seem to view Latinx as a slur. It's it, they view it as white colonialization of the Spanish language. If you, if that makes sense, like they like they think about it as okay, so. Spanish is a gendered language. That's what this all comes down to. Do you even know what Latinx is? No, not really. Okay, that that's like where, okay, there it is. So yeah, Latinx is like the gender neutral way to say oh, Latinos and Latinas. Yeah, <laughs> don't say Latinas. God damn. Oh. <laughs> I got an accent. What? So uh, yeah, so Latinx is like the gender neutral version of that, and then a lot of Latinos are seeing that and going. We don't fix our language. Like, keep your shit over there, like to, in in America and stuff. And this blows up on the internet because a lot of American Twitter. I don't know if you know if this is about Twitter, but all of like the regional areas are kind of like in bubbles. So this tweet from Bungie, the Latinx tweet, somehow broke through the America bubble into the Central America, the Lat uh, the Latin America countries, and then there were just bunches of fucking like. There was just a bombardment of tweets against this one tweet. And of course, nothing changes because it's Twitter and Twitter's not real life. It is funny, though. It was very funny. And it is even more funny because of this Cuba, Puerto Rico thing. (laughs) All right. And with that, thanks for joining us this week, co-partners. Maybe next time we can all be heroes together or fight cancer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, get our... Never mind. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye.